you guys, so I just wanted to share two dreams that I've had about the rapture. At the time I had them, I really didn't um, believe in a pre-tribulation rapture, and I didn't even understand that the dreams were about the rapture until the Holy Spirit later revealed some of the symbolism behind it. So I'm just going to share them, and after each dream, I'll kind of go through what they mean. Okay, so the first one, uh, I was getting ready to go to paradise, and it was, um, I had a flash of what that looked like, and it was absolutely beautiful. There was this crystal clear spring water, almost like bottled water, and the skies were perfect. There was this lush green nature, and it was the type of place that you felt like you could go anywhere and take a nap, and you knew that you were going to be perfectly safe. And to get there, I was going on a road trip with two friends, and those friends today, one is born again of the Holy Spirit, and one just recently um, came to believe in Jesus. And um, we weren't packing any personal belongings, we didn't even have any luggage. The only thing that was odd about that dream is that we took um, a lot of lawn equipment, and I couldn't understand that. Um, after I woke up, I just thought that was odd, but the dream was absolutely beautiful. and. Um, it wasn't until after that the Holy Spirit revealed um, that the lawn equipment was for the harvest and I just thought, what harvest? <laughs> what harvest, Holy Spirit? Um, because I really didn't believe in a pre-tribulation rapture, I, I couldn't see it in scripture. And I just thought we were going to be here uh, for most of the wrath. So when I had that realization, I was really confused. Um, because I, it's not something that I really believed in or even thought about. And then it got me you know, looking into rapture dreams and realizing that everybody and their mother is having these, which is so exciting because, you know, God is really speaking to us all. And um, then I remembered, you know, just weeks prior, I had had another dream and I didn't know it was about the rapture until that moment. And so in that dream, um, my mom wanted to go on a trip to Miami, and I thought it would be uh, wise to send her on a kayak, and she didn't have a kayak, so I told her, oh, I'm going to make one for you, and I made her a cardboard kayak. So um, we do live in Florida, we're a couple hours away from Miami, but if you know the terrain to get there, it is really dangerous, it is swampland, it is full of crocodiles, alligators, it is full of giant snakes, uh, poisonous spiders, anything you can think of, you're gonna, you're gonna find there. It is not pleasant. I would not want to even walk through it. Um, so once I send my mom off, I start getting anxious and I um, realize that I sent her off without any directions and I realize that I have the GPS but she doesn't have the GPS and I need to go after her and let her know how to get there or she's gonna get lost. So fast forward, I'm looking for her, and I'm in a very dark place. I'm not in a kayak or in water, I'm just in this dark wilderness, and there are all these abandoned buildings, and um, I decide to go in these buildings because I think she's going to be in there, and when I get in there, it is just, um, so it's like a maze. There are so many hallways and doors and cubbies, and in some of the cubbies there are all these odd nasty looking creatures that I've never even seen. In the dream I am approached by a demon and I knew it was a demon in the dream but um, I wasn't scared of him the entire time even though it was a scary place I felt like at complete peace like nothing could really hurt me 
but he did try to tempt me, and I just ignored him and kept on looking for her. Uh, couldn't find her, and then in a flash, I'm teleported into this paradise again. So, in this paradise, um, there it was just so beautiful again. I was in complete awe. I was, um, I saw animals that I had never seen before. There were these giant bunnies and um, these tiny chinchillas just hanging onto tall grass. It was just a, a great place to be in, and you wanted to keep uh, like walking through it and exploring because there were just things you had never seen. And um, but in the back of my mind, I would still think, you know, where's my mom? She's still getting to Miami, and I. I still wanted to give her the directions and then I woke up so it wasn't until I had the second dream that I realized these dreams were about the rapture um, and you know that dark maze that I was in that's the tribulation and my mom was going through it with the seeds that I gave her that were that kayak and um, the GPS that I wanted to give her was the Holy Spirit because it's the only thing that can get you to Miami um, and I knew that she didn't have it when the tribulation started and then all of a sudden I'm just taken and I'm, I'm safe, I'm in paradise. I was always safe, even in the darkness, you know, there was nothing that I had to fear. Um, so I wanted to share these because I think we can learn something from it and hopefully question where we are with God and edify ourselves and make sure that we are ready for the rapture because it's not, I don't think most of us, myself included, I don't think we can even really imagine just by reading Revelation, all the horrors that people are gonna live, how people are gonna starve to death, how people are gonna be beheaded, how they're gonna be persecuted, how there's gonna be such little love and so much hatred just rampant in the world. We're already starting to see you know, the beginning, how it's how it's all brewing. But most people have no idea. If we can't even imagine fully what's gonna come, how can they imagine? When they believe, you know, the things that are going on in the news, they believe that, you know, they're setting this whole thing up with the aliens, um, with the climate change. I'm sure they're gonna say, you know, the wrath of God is Mother Earth coming against the people when no. It is, it is God saying, I am God. Everything that I have written will come to pass. And you need to come to me now. You need to stop the rebellion. You need to let go of everything in this world that is not of Jesus. Because all of it is going away. And you don't want to cling on to it. You don't want to cling on to it because that weight is going to bring you down. So... I just want us all to think, Jesus came to teach, and he taught for three years. Um, if all we have to do is believe, and we can do whatever we want, and nothing matters, then why are people going to be left behind? Why does scripture clearly say in Matthew 25 and Song of Solomon 5, it shows you that there were people that were not ready in the body of Christ, and they were left behind. And in Song of Solomon 5, you see that the ones that remain in the city are beaten. Um, while we're on this topic, though, I do want to say, um, in scripture, it's clear that if you're left behind in the rapture, if you go to the mountains, God is going to provide for you. You are going to be safe until Jesus returns and you're going to be fine. 
but you need to trust him with all your heart and you need to leave the things that you're doing because they're they're just they're not going to get you they're not going to get you to eternal life to this paradise to this place of peace to where you don't have to be a slave for satan anymore where you're not a slave to sin where you're not subject to these cravings where you know true love and i just ask you evaluate yourself because jesus came to teach he taught for three years and if we throw away all his teachings are we really following him are we really following him if we just ignore everything he said and we say yes jesus i know you existed with all my heart because i know that there are so many people that do with all their heart believe in jesus but they don't follow jesus and that's the difference that's the difference when people were getting baptized in the jordan river they were leaving their old lives and that's what god calls us to do leave your old life because it leads to death leave your old life and follow me because he is the truth he is the light he is the way he was god he is god in the flesh that came to live and die for us he served us while we were here to give us the example of how we should serve one another so i ask you my brothers and sisters because i would love to see you all on the other side let's evaluate ourselves nothing here is worth it is your soul worth it is your soul worth giving into cravings and i can tell you what the secret is is you have to be born again of the holy spirit you just have to shun sin and say no more no more you will not have control of me because jesus is worth it and he came here for my soul because he loves me so much so i will not give in i will not give in and i will follow him i may fall and he's gonna dust me off but i will commit to him and okay getting a little <sighs> i just don't want anyone to be left behind and i know a lot of people are going to be left behind and just know that even if you are left behind you can still be saved no matter the horrors that you may face and go through it is nothing compared to eternity you were created in the image of God. Everything around you was created by God. And we can't conform to the way of this world because this world is going to end. We have to conform to the way of our creator, which is love. It's goodness. It's his righteousness that we learn by reading the words of Jesus. We know that we shouldn't hate anyone. We shouldn't hold resentment. We should have compassion on people to realize that they're battling for their soul also and so many people are gripped by the enemy and they don't even realize the control that it has over them so let's be strong let's have our lights burning bright we're supposed to be a city on a hill and encourage one another i will pray for all of you tonight and i hope that we will all be worthy that we will that we will be taken up to our Lord and whoever stays here I hope and pray with all my heart that you will be victorious that you will not give in because your soul is worth more than anything that you're clinging on to okay
we weren't packing any personal belongings, we didn't even have any luggage. The only thing that was odd about that dream is that we took um, a lot of lawn equipment and I couldn't understand that. Um, after I woke up I just thought that was odd but the dream was absolutely beautiful. And um, it wasn't until after that the Holy Spirit revealed um, that the lawn equipment was for the harvest and I just thought what harvest? <laughs> what harvest, Holy Spirit? Um, because I really didn't believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. I, I couldn't see it in scripture. And I just thought we were going to be here uh, for most of the rest. So when I had that realization, I was really confused. Um, because I, it's not something that I really believed in or even thought about. And then it got me you know, looking into rapture dreams and realizing that everybody and their mother is having these, which is so exciting because, you know, God is really speaking to us all. And um, then I remembered, you know, just weeks prior, I had had another dream and I didn't know it was about the rapture until that moment. And so in that dream, um, my mom wanted to go on a trip to Miami and I thought it would be... <laughs> Uh, wise to send her on a kayak and she didn't have a kayak so I told her oh, I'm gonna make one for you and I made her a cardboard kayak so um, we do live in Florida we're a couple hours away from Miami but if you know the terrain to get there it is really dangerous it is swampland it is full of crocodiles alligators it is full of giant snakes uh, poisonous spiders anything you can think of you're gonna you're gonna find there it is not pleasant i would not want to even walk through it um so once i send my mom off i start getting anxious and i um, realize that i sent her off without any directions and i realize that i have the gps but she doesn't have the gps and i need to go after her and let her know how to get there she's gonna get lost so fast forward, I'm looking for her, and I'm in a very dark place. I'm not in a kayak or in water, I'm just in this dark wilderness, and there are all these abandoned buildings, and um, I decide to go in these buildings because I think she's going to be in there, and when I get in there, it is just, um, so it's like a maze. There are so many hallways and doors and cubbies, and in some of the cubbies there are all these odd nasty-looking creatures that I've never even seen. In the dream, I am approached by a demon, and I knew it was a demon in the dream, but um, I wasn't scared of him the entire time. Even though it was a scary place, I felt like at complete peace, like nothing could really hurt me, but he did try to tempt me, and I just ignored him and kept on looking for her. Uh, couldn't find her, and then in a flash, I'm teleported into this paradise again. So, in this paradise, um, there it was just so beautiful again. I was in complete awe. I was, um, I saw animals that I had never seen before. There were these giant bunnies and um, these tiny chinchillas just hanging onto tall grass. It was just a, a great place to be in, and you wanted to keep uh, like walking through it and exploring because there were just things you had never seen. And, um, but in the back of my mind, I would still think, you know, where's my mom? She's still getting to Miami, and I. I still wanted to give her the directions and then I woke up so it wasn't until I had the second dream that I realized these dreams were about the rapture um, and you know that dark maze that I was in that's the tribulation and my mom was going through it with the seeds that I gave her that were that kayak 
and um, the GPS that I wanted to give her was the Holy Spirit because it's the only thing that can get you to Miami. Um, and I knew that she didn't have it when the tribulation started and then all of a sudden I'm just taken and I'm, I'm safe, I'm in paradise. I was always safe, even in the darkness. You know, there was nothing that I had to fear. Um, so I wanted to share these because I think we can learn something from it and hopefully question where we are with God and edify ourselves and make sure that we are ready for the rapture because it's not, I don't think most of us, myself included, I don't think we can even really imagine just by reading Revelation, all the horrors that people are going to live, how people are going to starve to death, how people are going to be beheaded, how they're going to be persecuted, how there's going to be such little love and so much hatred just rampant in the world. We're already starting to see, you know, the beginning, how it's, how it's all brewing, but most people have no idea. If we can't even imagine fully what's going to come, how can they imagine when they believe, you know, the things that are going on in the news, they believe that, you know, they're setting this whole thing up with the aliens, um, with the climate change. I'm sure they're going to say, you know, the wrath of God is Mother Earth coming against the people when no, it is, it is God saying, I am God. Everything that I have written will come to pass. And you need to come to me now. You need to stop the rebellion. You need to let go of everything in this world that is not of Jesus. Because all of it is going away. And you don't want to cling on to it. You don't want to cling on to it because that weight is going to bring you down. So, I just want us all to think... Jesus came to teach, and he taught for three years. Um, if all we have to do is believe, and we can do whatever we want, and nothing matters, then why are people going to be left behind? Why does scripture clearly say in Matthew 25 and Song of Solomon 5, it shows you that there were people that were not ready in the body of Christ, and they were left behind. And in Song of Solomon 5, you see that the ones that remain in the city are beaten. Um, while we're on this topic, though, I do want to say, um, in scripture, it's clear that if you're left behind in the rapture, if you go to the mountains, God is going to provide for you. You are going to be safe until Jesus returns, and you're going to be fine. But you need to trust him with all your heart, and you need to leave the things that you're doing, because they're, they're just, they're not going to get you they're not going to get you to eternal life, to this paradise, to this place of peace, to where you don't have to be a slave for Satan anymore, where you're not a slave to sin, where you're not subject to these cravings, where you know true love. And I just ask you, evaluate yourself because Jesus came to teach. He taught for three years. And if we throw away all his teachings, are we really following him? Are we really following him? If we just ignore everything he said and we say, yes, Jesus, I know you existed with all my heart because I know that there are so many people that do with all their heart believe in Jesus, but they don't follow Jesus and that's the difference. That's the difference. When people were getting baptized in the Jordan River, they were leaving their old lives. 
and that's what God calls us to do. Leave your old life because it leads to death. Leave your old life and follow me because he is the truth. He is the light. He is the way. He was God. He is God in the flesh that came to live and die for us. He served us while we were here to give us the example of how we should serve one another. So I ask you, my brothers and sisters, because I would love to see you all on the other side. Let's evaluate ourselves. Nothing here is worth it. Is your soul worth it? Is your soul worth giving into cravings? And I can tell you what the secret is is you have to be born again of the Holy Spirit. You just have to shun sin and say no more. No more, you will not have control of me because Jesus is worth it. And he came here for my soul because he loves me so much. So I will not give in. I will not give in and I will follow him. I may fall and he's gonna dust me off, but I will commit to him. And okay getting a little. I just don't want anyone to be left behind. And I know a lot of people are going to be left behind. And just know that even if you are left behind, you can still be saved. No matter the horrors that you may face and go through, it is nothing compared to eternity. You were created in the image of God. Everything around you was created by God. And we can't conform to the way of this world because this world is going to end. We have to conform to the way of our creator, which is love. It's goodness. It's his righteousness that we learn by reading the words of Jesus. We know that we shouldn't hate anyone. We shouldn't hold resentment. We should have compassion on people to realize that they're battling for their soul also and so many people are gripped by the enemy and they don't even realize the control that it has over them. So let's be strong, let's have our lights burning bright, we're supposed to be a city on a hill and encourage one another. I will pray for all of you tonight and I hope that we will all be worthy, that we will that we will be taken up to our Lord and whoever stays here I hope and pray with all my heart that you will be victorious that you will not give in because your soul is worth more than anything that you're clinging on to okay I love you my God.